0: Hello, hello, welcome. So as everybody is joining us, I'm going to do a quick intro of who you are looking at today on the screen, Um, but I would like for you to go to the chat bar and just type in where you're calling from. That way we know the names of the participants that we have here with us and where you are from. But who you are looking at is Ron Howard, (laughs) the... Ron Howard, the author, Ron Howard, and the team leader and senior coach, Ron Howard. We're excited to have him here with us. Hi, Ron.
1: Hey, Tammy. And you're also looking at Tammy. Your hair looks great today.
0: Well, thank you. I am honoring my heritage today. So I am doing Texas hair at the moment. Um, So it's been a good hair day. It's not raining outside. So I was able to tease it up a bit today and get it fluffy.
1: And Tam, um, Tammy is a master coach, she's a broker owner, team leader, awesome team, hip realty, so we can't wait to dig in and uh, hear a lot about how, uh, how everything's going for you.
0: Thank you, and thanks for that intro, that's good. Um, I've been riding high since receiving that promotion to master coach at, at this last coach training, and I have not been humble about it at all.
1: <laughs> Why should you?
0: i walk into a room master coach
1: master coach (laughs) all
0: right so we have here kelly wright from chicago illinois randy from salt lake city hey randy good to see you or not see you good to see your name I'm Mark Sullivan from Columbus, Ohio. For those of you that are joining us now, go ahead and go into the chat bar. It's very important you know where the chat is at. And also, I'm gonna tell you a little tip. Down at the bottom of the chat bar, you're gonna see a little toggle that says all participants. Um, You can toggle back and forth between that. if you do a comment to all participants, That's Ron and I, or all panelists, sorry, all panelists. So Ron and I will see that. That's gonna be private to Ron or I. If you toggle to all panelists and attendees, then it's a public comment out to the masses and the world beyond. So just decide which people you want to communicate with. Jill Collins from Gulf Shores, Alabama. Hello, Jill. We are neighbors. I'm Tanya Smith and Tanya from Long Island, New York. We have Brandy from Watford. Ray Otten. Hey, we know Ray. Ray is a good friend of both of ours.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, Jeff Withers from Denton, Texas. Jeff, I'm in Frisco. We should connect. You
1: got a neighbor.
0: We we really are neighbors. And so Denton County, that's the county I'm in. Um, Mario Bravo from Arizona. Do you see anybody, you know, on here, John? Oh, John. Jeff. Jeff. John. No, it's uh, Jeff Withers. Woohoo! Yes. Um, Yvonne from Seattle. Ron, anyone you see? You
1: no, know, I got, we see, uh, Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, Joseph, uh, what is this? Uh, Joseph Lawman. Don't know him, but that's, uh, uh, like 20 minutes from Baltimore. So we get, we huh. should connect.
0: Yes, you should.
1: Well, I'll connect. So- you can show us how to do Texas big hair.
0: Show you that I'll bring my can of my big can of red, big and sexy hairspray. That's actually the name of it, and my teasing comb. Nice. And I will I'll have fun with that. Um, I could probably work on Flynn's hair. Yeah. <laughs> he has plenty.
1: Yeah, he came out with a big quaff hairdo. <laughs>
0: I love, okay, so we're just going to go ahead and get started. Hello, Dawn. It's good to see you uh look at that hair okay pull it back up you got to pull it back up because we're going to talk a little bit of, about flynn today
1: there's baby flynn he's uh nine <laughs> months uh next week so yeah it was our little COVID project
0: <laughs> i love it <laughs> i could do a real good mohawk or a little curl right there at the top
1: yeah that
0: would look good he is so, uh, a beauty.
1: you want to get started or yeah give her a few let's more go
0: ahead and jump in um, so everybody is joining us today to learn about building a dynamic team that dominates or learning more about teams that dominate. And um, and not so much humility, Ron and I do have two teams that dominate. And they dominate a little bit differently, but they dominate in their own right. And so we're going to be talking about that specifically. One thing that unites Ron and I, so I'm just going to give a little why into what we're talking about today. And um Ron, jump in at any
1: time.
0: Sure. So, what unites or what is a common thread between Ron and I, especially over this last year, is we had two significant life changes, both of us experienced. And and I'm going to, I mean, it was significant for you, Ron. I know that.
1: Yeah. Emily. Yeah, we had a little baby. You know, we uh we found out we got pregnant last January and September had a baby, you, you know, during COVID, during a shutdown. Uh you know, we we coach people, so you know, uh that's a that's the kind of thing that that will put your bit you know, will shut you down in business, right? Uh my business uh, last year I sold 250 houses. This year I'll do 330. While having a baby working, I used to work 70 to 80 hours a week. I work 40 hours a week, not in the weekends now. And we'll get into like how we set our teams up so that they operate and we can live a life. And I, you know, I can raise a newborn baby, which is a lot of work. And I'm still, you know, you know we're growing and we're profitable and uh, I don't have to be there for every freaking decision.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, and that takes a lot out of your day being a father. And, and I hate a-
1: It does, it does. And I hate to be sour grapes, but you had a big event and it it wasn't positive like having a baby, but you went through, you went through a divorce and uh, that could cripple your business as well, except what's happening in your business.
0: My business is growing. My business is booming and I have to give the credit to that, to, um, I I don't want to say three people, but three different um, entities. One is Workman Success. My coach, Paul Susson with Workman Success, guided me a lot of the way and kept me focused on what I needed to stay focused on, the systems within Workman Success, my team, and myself. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, it was, it, it rocked not only me um, and my core, It it, shaped, it shook up the entire world that I know. It, it shook up the family, it shook up our community, it shook up my church sphere, it, sh- it shook up a lot. And
1: um, yeah. Let, let's pivot, was- so business-wise, how up are you from last year? So you have all of this debilitating stuff. Like both of us had these huge events that would freeze a lot of people, uh, put, put you on that roller coaster where you got to really down and, until you can get back to it. And a, and you know a newborn and a divorce it takes all your time and, and you got all kinds of shenanigans going on between parties, like how, how much higher is your business this year? How much better? Like you you bought, your team has cars now. You're growing. Like it doesn't it doesn't match up. It's because the systems and the processes and the way that we're coached.
0: Yeah. So business is just right around right now twenty percent up, and as of two weeks ago. So one thing that was interesting in. Going through this divorce, anytime you have a business and you go through a divorce, there is a valuation that comes in and um, a number has to be put on um, the business. So we went through a spending freeze and we went through a hiring freeze. So our strategic plan for the year, um, because the divorce was final about three weeks ago and and. We couldn't do our events. We couldn't do any hiring as more leads and more leads and more leads were coming up, coming in. I am amazed that we are as ahead as we are when we lost or we didn't lose it when half of our planning that would happen in a normal year was put on hold because we just could not spend the money on it. And It's the team. It was the people for us that I hired and put in place and prepared through um, guidance from workmen that they're going to have to step up. And every one of them did. They flexed uh, muscles they didn't even know they had.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, my. So what, my oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, so what about you? I mean, I'm similar. So similar is in a baby coming and the divorce coming because we knew this divorce was coming there. there, You have a time to prepare for this. Similar to a wedding or a graduation, you have a time to prepare. What did you do and how did the systems and the coaching of workman success help you prepare for this life change and allow you to have the time off? What did you do?
1: You know, like, you were an individual agent and then uh, got into coaching and then coached you to build this fantastic team. I was a little different. You know, I had a team since 2005, you know, super driven. I would just make up things as I go along. And, and uh, you know, I got to 30 agents, uh, 155 million in sales, 550 houses, and 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 the wheels were coming off, right? Like, because I all the things, all the gaps uh, of things I didn't really know, and then, uh just kind of made up or found something off YouTube. It just didn't scale. So, you know, we I think we started into coaching around the same time. Uh, I think it was like 2018, uh, late 2017. Deconstructed my team, went from 30 agents to 10, rebuilt it. Uh, I, you know, I have management strategies. I do business planning with team members. I, uh, I have a hiring process, core values. Uh, I, I created a, a client rewards program. I have a lead tracking system. I have an agent development program um you know we have accountability commitments and non-negotiables for the team members uh we daily huddle we role play we do all these things we never did before Uh, but I always still work like 70 to 80 hours a week I just I'm I'm a worker you know and then when the baby's getting close to coming my team is so different now I don't have to be there I don't have to you know I could go away for weeks and it would still operate you know everything I have the right uh operations people transaction coordinators listing managers in place that everything runs and that's what I realized that I could work 40 hours a week and not work on the weekends and and do more business <laughs> you know and we're we're set up where it's profitable like it should be right like instead of like most teams where they look at you know what they're generating is really what they're making and then the whole team side is like a break even if if not losing money because you know they're giving away commissions because they think that's fair, but they don't realize because they never really analyze it that they're not really making money. You know, so um, it was pretty cool. That's that's the one thing where um, I realized that everything, all the work, hard work I put in, actually, if I want to work forty hours a week, that's like I do since he was born. For nine months, I've been working forty hours a week and not in the weekends. And we're doing, like I said, we're going from two fifty to we're on track to do three thirty, uh, and working half the time I used to, used to work. So that's all right. my coach, Sarah and workmen and rebuilding our team. And, and uh, you know, I'm on the right track now. The, the, the profitability mm-hmm. and, and the volume comes there. You, you know, everybody thinks you're this big team and you're, you're, you're great, but a lot of these big teams don't make any money, so.
0: Right, yeah. I, I love this story, you know, because we're, we're a little bit at two different phases of life. I have two children. Well, three of my four are out of the house and two of my four are married. I have one with the son, married with son. So I have a grandson. And having just gone through a divorce, had I, and I don't want to, you know, look back in time, but I love hearing from you who is starting out with your son that you are putting in place the systems and the processes that will allow you to have the resources and the time to be there, to yeah. be present, not just with your son, but with your wife as well. And that's very commendable. Very well, well thank you.
1: You know, I get up at four thirty every morning and I, whenever the baby gets up, I'm with the baby until eight until we, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a nanny. So I get morning and then I come home at five and I take the baby from five till bath time. And, uh, every single day. I think I missed one day in the evening, but um, yeah, you know, so um, let's talk about you for a little bit. Let's talk about like what the core sort of concepts are in your business that you really, you know, one of the things I'm really impressed about, and I think people should hear about, like we all daily huddle, right? Like I went from doing maybe three meetings a year to i daily huddle monday through friday and at first it sounded kind of like do we really need to meet every day for you know 15 20 minutes and then until you see the effect of it but you're the only person i know that has a whole year-long schedule of daily huddles tell tell us about that
0: i do um that was something that subcon you know with and i'm not going to go too personal in discussing the marriage and the divorce um but every year in september and october as a team we gather together and we do our strategic plan for the next year and um i knew at that time that this significant life change is, is right around the corner and it's going to be happening. And it's something that we had discussed for a couple of years, and, but I knew now it's really going to happen. Um, so in discussion with myself, in discussion with my coach, I had to put a plan in place. I had to put almost this net, a safety net, because I knew in preparing for it, even though I felt like I got this, it, it wasn't something that just swept a rug out from under my feet in a shock that we we're about to go through a divorce. Um, I knew there's gonna be times where I'm just gonna mentally be out of the game and I'm just gonna tap out. And in preparing for that, and in using the strategic plan with Workman and the huddle setup and the agile, and the AMP scorecard and the SWOT analysis, combining all of them together, we outlined a huddle and we huddle five days a week for 15 minutes every morning at nine o'clock. And we took everybody's strategic plan and we broke it down into daily tasks. So if you wanted to hit a certain number of closings and that certain number of closings required you to do 2000 phone calls throughout the year, Then we broke that down to which days are you going to be doing those phone calls and what type of phone calls they are and what time of day are you going to be doing it? And all of that went into the huddle. And it took a bit of time, not as much as you would think it would take, but our huddle is already planned. So as we were approaching the end of the year of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, and things were getting really emotional in the divorce and mediation was heating up, I tapped out I'll be honest. I tapped out and I didn't even feel bad about it because I had a team of warriors that were stepping up and I was so grateful for each of them and and not just them, but the guidance from the very beginning of coaching. I've been coaching three years by that time to hire the right people, to surround myself with the right people and the team stepped up. And part of that is I didn't run huddles. Right. I have a team member that runs huddles, and they know their plans. So as my one-to-ones were as not as consistent as I, my consistency in attending team meetings and attending those huddles, as I tapped out, I had permission from a team in preparation leading up to that. And, and that, honestly, I would not have known how to prepare for that life change and still have an income coming in. Um, Because anytime a woman goes through a divorce, um, or a man, I'm gonna say a man goes through a divorce and you're coming from a two income household down to a one income household, your income takes on a higher significance than it ever did before. Right. And that has to be protected.
1: So if I like, you know, when I got off the, you know, the volume track and getting all the awards for being top producer of this, top producer of that, except for for profit, uh, if I stayed on that track and then I went through a divorce, like it would just be a freaking mess. I couldn't leave my business more than for a couple of days because I was so intertwined. I couldn't afford the right people because I didn't have, I didn't understand the, the real value that I was supposed to provide my team, you, you know? So all the things that you've done, like when you were building your team, there's a lot of teams out there that just kind of make it up and they, you know, they, they think, oh, it's like a referral fee to have somebody in your team, but they don't understand. Like you got to. Um, you know, be able to provide listing management and transaction services, and and leads, and a whole bunch of other things to to to, to really build a good value proposition. So, um, you know, it's funny because we're we're in the same place, but I, I took the long way to get there, and and you got good coaching from the very beginning. And I mean, it, it, so you, when you talk about it, like it's it's you know, I freak people out with my time blocking. Um, you freak me out when. You talk about like having every single phone call down to the day, like, right. I, I, I'll time block hour and I make my team members time block hours, but that's such a granular analysis and that's through coaching and and having good systems. But you talk about it like it's normal people like that, you know, that freaks me out a little bit because that's just a whole nother level of analysis so that you get that day. And that's really what you get down to time blocking a day where you know exactly what you got to do every day to hit that week and that month and that quarter and you're doing it like it's nothing. And, and uh, you know, got a divorce going on, which is major, and your business is up. Um, thank you thank know, you. so that's awesome.
0: You know, I'm gonna say um, one, one thing that um, assisted me is in the clarity of really the power of the prospecting hour. So in creating a team and in building a team, One thing that uh, my coach and I went back and studied was what is the power of a prospect. And for example, Tammy Slay, how much money does Tammy Slay make and generate in one hour? When Tammy Slay sits down a prospect, what does she generate? This is a It's an analytical mathematical problem that you track your data over the entire year. And it's all done through the Workman Success Workbench app, where we track our daily activities and we track our task that we're doing. And you bring all these formulas together and you study the story at the end of the year to determine why did Tammy Slade get to where she's at individually?
1: What is it? $5,000 an hour?
0: $7,000
1: an hour. $7,000 an hour. So if you 7,000 an hour and then a compound effect of that across time is you just keep on killing it.
0: Well, you know what, when we did it and we tracked it, we found that I did over 90 hours. I think it was 900, it was something around there, 90 or 900. I don't remember. No, I think it was 96, 96 hours of drive time. Yeah. That I spent and instead of driving, so I'm going to pull it up on my app. Because now I'm thinking
1: it's 917.
0: I wasn't prepared to talk. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, but
1: it was. So you kill it. You you kill it uh, prospecting and you're making a lot of money. But let me, let me, uh, let, let me, let me shift gears real quick for you. Okay. Um, so, you know, when I, before I got coast, we, we were known for doing big events. We did 17 events a year and we just invited our whole sphere of influence. And then. One, uh, one of the first things that Workman taught me to also teach our team is a top 50, right? And, and so we had this sort of shotgun approach. And uh, so our, our top 50 is the best of the best of your SOI. They know you, they like you, they trust you. They'll run across the room they say, hey, you got to call Tammy. Um, how many deals did you do off your top 50 last year?
0: 70, my personal top 50, 76.
1: 76 deals. So Tammy stays in touch with 50 people once a month. Uh, it's very intentional having relationships with people that are reoccurring clients or just continually refer you. And she got 76 deals. Now, for a lot of people, that's all they need for their whole year, right? Like, And there are people that if you manage your top 50, that's just a crazy big number.
0: Yeah. I, oh, yeah. There's people that would be happy with a quarter of that <laughs> yeah. for the entire year. There's, there's people that would right? Like be over the moon. <laughs> Where's
1: right. that? So yeah, we, so yeah, we, we shifted, you know, we don't, we don't do that well, but we do pretty good with our top 50 and we created an MVP program. And so all of our team members, uh, invite their top 50 into the MVP program. And then we, we set up events and then the team members can just easily, uh, have their people in there to get the invites. And it's just, it, it ends up being like one of the biggest columns of your whole business.
0: Oh, yeah, it's a it's a big column. I have a belief that if your friends and your family members do not trust you with their own business, why should strangers trust you with their business? Right. So it's almost a um, responsibility that we all have to instill trust within our own family and our own friends, because now, now think about this from a new agent perspective as you're recruiting new agents. And they're about to go out there and they're about to do open house leads or sync leads or um, realtor.com leads or Zillow leads. They lack confidence. That's the number one thing. They lack confidence in scripts. They lack confidence in um, what to say. They lack confidence in, are they going to show it right? Right. But when that new agent sees that at the end of the year, 20 people in their family and friends used them and chose them, it's confident boosting. So once you have the confidence to work with your own sphere, Sky's the limit on everything else.
1: Yeah. And then, then you got the flip side. You got agents that will call a hundred strangers all day, but they won't call their top fifty because they're just nervous that they're gonna offend people that they know. And when you're calling them and talking about family, occupation, recreation, and dreams, people want to talk to you. And you're not talking about real estate, you're just being connected and uh you, you know, top of mind. And, and uh it's 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 interesting how people get to uh, the same place different ways, but I'll tell you. Doing business uh, after you've already uh, doing business with people you have trust established is a lot easier than working through that with with leads. And and I'm amazed at people that don't don't realize that and don't really work the top fifty like you do. I
0: know, John says Ford, it's the best. It is the best. We agree. We yeah. agree, Don. Um. So I'm gonna go back to your team, Ryan. Um. And, and the, the I wanted to explain to the people that are watching this because you are attending Workman Success (laughs) webinar. And Ron and I are both coaching clients with Workman Success. Yes, we are coaches, but we're both still clients. We've been coaching now over three years, almost hitting our four year mark. Mm -hmm. And as amazing as businesses, we're still coaching clients. We both still have coaches in this business for us backing up a couple of years for you, because you did a, a team, whereas I didn't, I had I, never had a team, I hired workmen to teach me how to do that, you did it before, right, and then with your coach deconstructing everything, I want to go back to that deconstruction, because then you had to restart a team, from the ground up, what was the difference in your recruiting and your hiring? How did you select the people from before? How were you selecting them? And what changed you selecting them now? Because you have a a, a more dynamic quality and productive team right now.
1: Totally. well, you know, first I had to understand the. Uh, I had to develop a value proposition, right? I had to understand that deeply, and then uh, figure out how to how to build it, develop it, present it so people understood it, uh, and then and then actually be able to provide the true value that a, that a that a well-run team gives, and then. Um, you know, finding people that want to bring home more money, you know, some people want a high split and then, and then, but then you got people that want to bring home more money. Right. So you can show people like, Hey, I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to take them off your plate. You work with the clients. We'll take care of the front end, the back end. And, and you can, you can work with people, show houses, do contracts and, and, you know, do, you know, 30 to 50 transactions a year. And, um, you know, I, I look back at some, some people that we lost and they're still doing the same amount of business. And then meanwhile, we, we created an agent development program and we teach them the right ways, the right habits, right out of the gate, and they're killing it. You know, so I have agents that are, that I have an agent right now. She's in her second month. She's got four deals under contract. She's just doing everything. You know, we tell her, we say, look, make a million our way and then you can do it your way. And she is... <laughs> She is doing everything. She's got four deals. She's just, fin- she's just in her third month. She's got four deals on her contract. And she's like, uh, textbook, perfect. Just And that's what she said. You tell me what to do, I'll do it. And she's doing it and, and and that's what i love so now like you, you know it's, it's pretty funny because there's some pretty prominent coaches out there that make fun of disc assessments they're like it can't figure out drive and it's like no shit, it's not supposed to figure out drive it's supposed to help you make sure that you, you you're you're bringing the right personality into the right role right like and, and so you'll see examples like we never use disc Great, because you're one out of 100 that got lucky and hired like the perfect person that just worked out. But there's there's 99 people that that hired the wrong person and their team never got off the ground because it was just the wrong personality type, right? So DISC is like 15% of the whole equation, but it's helpful. Uh, I, I just got to laugh when people make fun of it. Like, we don't use disk. You're like... I use it. I'll always use it. And it's not going to make the decision for me, but it's going to really help me understand like what I got to work with. You know, is this person a high, you know, are they team oriented or are they not team oriented? Uh, You know, so, uh, you know, we, we have a two-step interview process. We have built our core values. I mean, heck you're, so Tammy, when she created her core values, it, 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 she went so deep into it that it, it renamed her brokerage. So tell, tell us about that. I mean, but we're, we're very similar in that, that our yeah. culture and our core values is has a life of its own and you either are in alignment with it or you're not and there's no opportunity hires and everybody, it, you know, it's just a whole different thing than when I had 30 people and this side hated this side and they would fight and squabble. Now it's all this. Just...
0: It's harmony, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it is. When, when you have the right people in place and you have the right team, it's just harmonious and everything just runs and it's beautiful. And you love being with these people. Um, so yes, I did. Um, when I first started coaching, I, w- I had a different name for the company at the time. And it was a company I'd been with this boutique brokerage for 13 years and the broker moved out of state and I bought that company um, didn't have a team and really had no clue what I was doing running a brokerage. And that's when, because I was drowning, that's when I hired workmen um, was to teach me how to run a business. I didn't really need someone to teach me how to do sales, but I needed someone to teach me how to teach other people how to do sales I, I was good I I mean I, so were you we were good in the business I'm no longer in production now my team does all the production um, but we did an exercise on core values and I had to read I wrote a list of core values and I had to read it every day for 30 days and I was on the highway one day sitting in traffic and I was mentally going through the list because I had it memorized and the first word on my list was honor the second word on my list was integrity Third word on my list was perseverance, and the fourth word on my list was happening. And I put in parentheses hip, yep. and then it went to tenacity and wisdom. After that, and I, oh, my watch is apologizing to me, um, but I was sitting in traffic and I was thinking, I want to rename this company, and um, not knowing what the name's going to be. But the acronyms, as I was mentally going through it, Honor, Integrity, and Perseverance. And Hip Realty was born from that. Um, And that was within six weeks of coaching. I started coaching in September. January 1st, we launched with our culture, our logo, uh, everything, our messaging, our marketing, all of it. So in three months, we went from coaching as one company, to redoing everything and and, but i didn't have a team it was just me and um ended up recruiting last year we had almost 900 agents apply to be on the team running the wise hire ads running them the workman way and the workman style 900 agents apply
1: how many do you bring on three (laughs) what's that percent i I can't i'm not even good at math like that
0: (laughs) less than one,
1: yeah.
0: three, three stood out because I was taught from the beginning. And that I think that's where we, and you know, you had a different experience and you were deconstructing. Whereas when I started the team, I was taught the workman way from the very beginning. So I didn't have to waste all that time and money investing in agents that were not going to produce or really didn't want to even be working,
1: so I, yeah, I would agree. Like, and, and you can talk about it if you have the answer because I, I, certainly don't drive right. Like that, that is a tough thing to figure out. A disc assessment does not figure out drive, you know, a, a behavioral assessment. So, like, how do you figure that out? How do you figure out like, do, do you? I mean, I know people talk about pain, gain, and competition as being like the driving forces in people's lives. Like, how, how do you figure out what somebody's really gonna want to want to do well?
0: A couple of ways. Um, one is in the interview. So we have an interview process that's pretty extensive and it goes from applying to, I have a hiring manager. She calls them and does an initial phone call with them and not everybody attends that phone call. So if if they keep putting that off, putting that off, there's no real motivation or desire to be on the team. So they self-eliminate. After the phone call interview, if she determines that they're um, of our culture, then she sets them up with a Zoom call with me. Same thing. A lot of people will self-eliminate by that time and just not attend that Zoom call. I spend about 30 minutes with them. And then after that, I interview them in person and they'll self-eliminate themselves. After the in-person, they meet with the team they don't meet with me, they meet with the team, then they would meet with me again if they get to that point. And then after that, I would present to them, it would be another meeting where I would present the hiring docs to them and the expectations. And um, through that process, the questions they ask is key. one gentleman that we hired this last year his name is will and we love him and our team would not be complete without him the very first question he asked me in person was how soon can i get on the phone <laughs>
1: that's a that's a good first question
0: it it, it stood out above all the rest <laughs> yeah. um so that's one thing the other is i attended Christy buck's seven figure ride along within about the first six months of coaching My coach said, go to there. And I did it. I was very obedient. I'm still very obedient, Paul. (laughs) Um, So I went to Christy Buck's seven-figure ride along. And I learned about working interviews and probationary periods. So not to have the expectation that you're hired for life. You're hired for a certain time period as we get to know each other. And and it just sets up the dialogue in the beginning. And the working interview would be... um, Can they do this? Can they do that? Whatever you're hiring them for, if you're hiring them for an admin or if you're hiring them as a salesperson. Um, So through that, their drive and their perseverance and their initiative, it's big on initiative. Proves itself and comes.
1: I I, I think we have, what, 10 more minutes? Is that right? Yes. And we got
0: giveaways.
1: So real, real quick, because you mentioned it, and it's it's really important to me. Um, the AMP scorecard. It's a workman tool that that allows us to analyze our, our our business. Actually, somebody's asking, when do you talk about commission? When do you talk about commission and pay structure? Um, let Let me talk about this real real yeah. quick. Um, so the AMP scorecard. We we score our businesses. We do it quarterly. It, it allows us to break down our, our business in six areas, and then we give it a score. Anything that that scores less than a five, we put it into our agile, which is a really um, a uh, easy way to manage projects and agile. You mentioned it as being really important to you and, and we use it. I mean, it's how you chip away at your business and get, you know, get out, um, you know, all the ideas that you come back with on from, from conferences with these freebies and get them into your agile and your amp scorecard. You want to talk about that a little bit, how you use it to make your business better.
0: Oh, same with you. And just for everybody out there, if you don't know what the term AMP scorecard and Agile is, these are systems that are provided to coaching clients within Workman Success. I believe everybody can get them free through the resources, and you'll get a link to that in in a little bit where you can access those for free. But if you don't really have someone guiding you and teaching you how to work them, it's really just a spreadsheet. Um, so the AMP scorecard is, is dynamic I mean, to be able to assess where the business needs our focus and our attention and also to look at it and see are we progressing and it's an operational scorecard so it assesses the operation going on behind the scenes in the company agile this project management tool. I had a divorce tab in my agile. I, I still have a divorce tab in my agile because I'm still cleaning up stuff from um, that separation of everything. Um, but the agile just makes it to where think about, especially team leaders. We have all of these thoughts in our head, and there's all this noise in our head, and we all like shiny objects. And all of. You got everything all these post it notes all these paper and it's just all floating around here and the agile is where we can dump all of that so we can sleep at night. Um, but we dump it and we organize it. What are we going to focus on out and even though we delegate it delegating huge, even though we delegate it, we had to just get it off the ground. And so Agile, yes, we use Agile through everything from our events to our workflows to our divorce to (laughs) (laughs) everything, even even a family vacation. I've used Agile and I have actually planned. So I have an Agile because I um, direct camps and I use Agile for camp directing.
1: Yeah. My, my wife's an IT project manager. So she's got all these quality you know, certifications, you know, different project management certifications. And the nice thing about agile is we're real estate agents. We're, we're not uh, project managers, right? So agile is a really simple, but powerful tool. If you use it, you get everything out of your, um, you know, out of your notebooks that you get at these conferences. And like, like Tammy said, out of your sticky pads, and it's just something we do an operational huddle every Wednesday. So we're going over our, our agile and it's just chipping away, right? The first, the, you, you organize it to what the, the um, most important couple projects are and you spend a week and you chip away at those. Then we meet next Wednesday and we go, okay, we're going to chip away at that. And then we're going to chip away at that. And then after like three months, like the whole business has evolved because we keep on tracking and chipping away, right?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. I want to get into our freebies and our giveaways because Ron and I are offering a lot, especially Ron. Um, so Ron is the author of it. Tell everybody about you, the book that you just released.
1: So this book just came out a couple months ago. Um, Profitability and performance pit stops. Uh, I wrote it. Verl actually uh, participated quite a bit in the book as well. Um, all of the I interviewed most of the the coaches, the master coaches. It is truly a guide of how to set up your business. We break it down into three sections. Uh, we use a racing metaphor. It's kind of like, you know, you think of yourself as a race car driver and preparing yourself to, you know, to win the race. And I talk about the the um, your business, like a fine-tuned race car, and then your race team as you're building your team. It's actually, it's good for whether you're an individual agent and want to get your head on straight and get the right habits that top producing agents are using and become really good business people. And then the middle of the book's all about running your business, mostly workman systems and tools that we've talked about. And then once you got your business running really well and you got a great platform to build a team off it of it, that's where the back end of the book comes in. So it's a, it's a big book and uh, I would, um, I guarantee you'll love it.
0: Okay. So Ron is going to give away five of those books and um, Carol Pye from, would you like a free book? gonna call your name out here because she wrote <laughs> where can we get that so what do you think ron are you gonna give carol a free book
1: yeah definitely definitely uh tracy as well we'll oh, give her a free book uh tracy
0: oh look everybody's oh, <laughs> are getting busy now <laughs> if,
1: if, it's on amazon it's yeah. uh and the, you know, right. the other funny thing too about like how we've set our, our teams up this this book took us yeah. 1600 hours last year and I still Beth
0: ham, Beth Ham.
1: Still killed it. It
0: took you six what?
1: Sixteen hundred hours to write this. Also have a baby, also go through COVID. And then do you know have, how much I was,
0: money I would have made prospecting in 1600 hours?
1: Like four billion. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: That's amazing. Talk about discipline. But no, I'm just saying,
1: like, I, you know, you, you can actually do other things other than spend all day from the morning till night. Like we did back, like I did back in the day when I had my team and I couldn't afford the right people, didn't know who the right people were, had this monster team that everybody thought like, wow, he's the top, you know, top person in the city for year after year after year. Um, but I was I was the top big mess, really. You know, a lot of these big teams are a big mess.
0: That is true. Okay. David Shepherd says, pick me, pick me. David Shepherd, you <laughs> get a book. I think we got one more. You want to pick one more? Nothing. Um,
1: it's your choice.
0: My choice. Um, I'm going to say the name wrong and I apologize for it. I have a Texas accent. So just remember that when I say your name, Rajesh Shah. Tell me if I said it right. Go back to the chat bar and tell me if I said it right. And, and I probably didn't. Um, I'm going to call you Raj. Raj. Almost, almost. I'm getting better. You're welcome, Beth. Okay. Raj is my new friend. That Raj, I just changed your name. You're you're now Raj to me. Raj is great. Thank you. Good. Raj and I, let's connect on Facebook. Okay, so that's one giveaway. So we gave away five books. The next giveaway, and this has never been done before. So everybody on this just kind of like do this at the moment because whoa. Ron and I, um, because we both love coaching so much and we feel so passionately about the power of this company and the culture and the people that run this company and all the joy and the blessings that they give us. And they have blessed both of our lives in different ways, but it's come down to both Ron and I now have the resources to have the freedom to live our lives the way we choose. He has the freedom to be with his son and I have freedom in life and I can spend my time with my grandson or with anybody else, but that's what the gift of workman success has done for us is to give us that freedom and the resources to have the freedom. And so what we're offering is at the end of this, and Mario wants that too. Mario, we want you to have that too. Um, Life will never be the same again. It's going to be amazing. Is there's going to be a survey? Stay on the webinar when the webinar ends. There's going to be a survey, and in that survey, it's going to ask for your name and your phone number because it's a coaching consult. But what's going to happen is someone in the back end is going to call you, and Ron and I are offering to answer your questions. So we would set up. So here's a link for WorkmanSuccess.com resources. If you want any of the resources that we talked about but Ron and I are offering to set up a phone call with you and be very transparent and ask or answer your questions. If you would like to speak to Ron or I outside of this format where we can actually see each other's face to face on a Zoom, we're offering to do that. And that's how much we feel. And I've already told you how much my prospecting hour is worth. Um, So I don't know how much Ron's prospecting hour is worth, but that's value in that in that time to get on a to get on a webinar or a Zoom not a webinar but on a Zoom call with us, where we can answer your questions or any concerns that you may have about coaching. We're let happy me, to do that. And Tanya, yes. let
1: me say, say we don't we don't make money for this. We just truly no. believe in the impact. Uh, before I was coached, I used to make fun of my my friends that had coaches until I saw the kind of money they were making and the way that their business were set up. Um, it it's made a huge impact in my life. And, you know, I went from making fun of it to, um, really embracing it and the accountability of, of coaching, which is the big part of, you know, when you're ready to actually, um, you know, I I showed the world that I was like the number one in my market for many years and all I really had to, what I really needed to do was show my family that, um, you know, I I'm, I'm not number one in our market, but I guarantee I make more money than the number one person does for sure. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, your, your what,
0: net's definitely higher.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what coaching does for you. I, it, and that's what you're, you know, you want to show off to your family and your kids that that you're actually making money when you grow a team. So make it up, like make up the systems and processes and, and good luck and, but get somebody to show you the way that's uh, crowdsourced and, uh, you know, from millionaire real estate agents, how to do it the right way. Like you did Tammy out of the gate and me after I got fixed up, um, that's really the way you want to go. And it's, it ends up being a moneymaker coaching. Yeah. You think of it as an expense, but then, you know, like I know workman analyzes it. It's like a four time, five time return. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's yeah. I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I wouldn't have the security and the peace of mind without um, everybody involved. And that's why I still coach to this day. Um, So, questions on recording. Yes, it's going to be recorded. And I think you're going to get emailed a link. Um, Dakota will probably jump in the chat bar and answer how that recording is going to get out to everybody. It's also going to be on YouTube. Um, But when you end this, watch for the survey. Put your information in there if you would like to find out more about coaching and have a conversation with either Ron or myself. For those of you that are watching the recording or may lose the survey, write the following link down that I'm about to give you workmansuccess.com forward slash Tammy Slay. When you go to that, put your information in and in the keyword, in the box for keyword, put coaching consult and you can put Ron or Tammy on there. Someone will call you and, and connect us for that but that is workmansuccess.com forward slash Tammy Slate. Dakota, can you put that in the chat bar and then just in the keyword right in there coaching consult Ron or Tammy and and, and they'll know how to get us in contact with each other. Um, We got a, a couple of minutes if we want to answer any questions. Does anybody have any questions they want to ask us?
1: You know, there was a question uh, somebody had asked about when do you talk about uh, commission splits and uh, that kind of thing. Um, so do you want to
0: answer that?:
1: Yeah, it's, for me, it's late in the process, right? And my value proposition, I'll give it to you really quick. So um, you know, the average agent does 10 deals a year, right? So like if you joined our team, we would take you from that 10. To 15 to 25, just for all the things we've done, the coaching, the structure, the support, the training, um, everything that we've done, we'll get you that, uh, you know, 15 to 25 transactions. On top of that, the leads that we provide you, we teach you how to categorize them A, B, C leads so that you manage them and make all the money in the B and C leads that most people forget, um, teach you how to use the CRM and, and, and manage those leads. That gets you another 15 to 25. So I will get you, if you follow everything I show you how to do from 30 to 50 transactions a year. And of course now our split, like let's say it's on average 50, 50. um, Do you wanna make, you know, 50% of 50 deals or do you wanna make 80% of 10 deals? Do the math real, you know, take your time with that math. It doesn't take long to figure out, like I can give you a sustainable platform to run your business. So, you know, you, you, you get them to understand like the value, right? Like you want to do it yourself and make 80% and then, here, let's talk in a year. And Okay. Well, you did seven year, seven deals last year, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you did everything. You did all the admin, you did everything, but let me plug you into this thing I've built over the last, you know, 15 years where your job is also, you got, you got people helping you on the front end people on the back end, people during the transaction. We'll, we'll generate the leads. We'll show you how to connect with, you know, your your top 50 in your sphere of influence and you'll have a lot of fun doing it and you'll get like a lot, you'll, you'll get where you're going a lot faster. So, you know, you can make it to where the commission split is irrelevant, right? Because you can show people that you can make, you know, our when we bring our agents on, our plan is to get them to make $120,000 that first year. They follow what, everything that we teach them how to do.
0: It's amazing. You heard it right here, folks, from Ron, on how he does it. Uh, so Roy says, um, "Hey, my Houston buddy, how do you keep these people on your team after they've mastered what you teach them?"
1: Uh, well, there's a, there's a there's a lot of uh, ways because you uh, continually build value. Y- you know, you have you you hired them where where they're in good alignment. Um, they get like, so if you take care of all the admin, you, you take care of lead generation, you take care of CRM and you can show them, I mean, you you create a platform that it's really hard for them to replicate. Now there there's like, you know, again, like maybe one in a hundred that can do what took you 15 years to build and, and, and do something and try and start a team. But generally if you do a good job and add great value and have good culture and you're in good alignment and everybody gets along and uh, you continually enhance that value, you don't see a lot of turnover. I I mean, the turnover is happening before you actually hire them because you don't hire those people, (laughs) right? Right.
0: great point. The turnover happens
1: before they even, like you Interview you had 90 or what was it? 900. 900 applicants and hired three people. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, that, that's a great point, Ryan. I've not looked at it from that perspective. The turnover happens beforehand, and I'm going to echo Ron on on that. People don't leave culture; they leave a team leader or they leave a broker. They don't they don't leave a good culture.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, I work for my agents, so like I, I I'm service oriented. I'm not like it, it, you know, it's not. I, I've been. I've got all the volume awards, you you know, like I've, I've done that. I've stroked my ego. Now it's really like, if I focus and develop agents into like, I love when I get an agent who was a roommate in a basement apartment. And then like five years later, they, you know, they have an $800,000 house on the waterfront with a wife and two kids and watch somebody progress into a, you know, a, a good, citizen that's making good money and paying taxes and, and developing agents. That's really where like what I love doing and it, the compound effect of doing that with everybody that we bring on and making sure that they're the right people. And, okay. you know, of course we're going to be successful and everybody, it's a win-win for everybody. It is.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm going through here to see if we have any questions. Hey, Jeff B. We got to know him at coach training
1: because people, somebody asked about, uh, because Carol asked about because people come and go. Do you advertise the team or just you? Um, oh, this is
0: interesting. So you did a shift in this.
1: Um, you have to continually be recruiting or attracting people because you're born and then you die. People are going to join you and they're going to leave you. You know, like yeah, it's a, a, you know at some point people are going to leave you. So you do have to have a system in place. I'm not really following. Do you advertise the team or just you? Um, so I, I, so both of us don't even have our names in our team, right? Like I went from the Ron Howard associates, the greatest moves team so that I could, uh, really put the spotlight on our team members and we spotlight the heck out of them. Uh, if, you know, if, if somebody leaves our team, it's our bad or they weren't the right fit, but we, we have a bullpen of people that we're talking to and and continually trying to bring in better agents, uh, continually. So.
0: so, Carol, um, I think I know what you're asking. So I'm going to answer what I think you're asking. If I don't answer it right, you can just tell me I was wrong. Um, so do you show them on ads? And, and Ron and I are very similar in this is we show our team on ads. Absolutely. If you're asking in a just listed postcard that goes out, if a just listed postcard goes out and it only has the team agent, photo, the team agent's cell number, and the team agent's email address that's paid for by the team, by the team agent. That's how that's how we do it. Um, if it has the team phone number, the team email address, and the team oh. marketing on it, then it's paid for by the team. Um, so I think that's what you're asking. There is a different way of marketing, and if you're marketing a person or you're marketing the team. It, it, is that... Kind
1: of what you're reading between there. Um, people coming down the Yeah, so I, you know we we um, we advertise and we generate team leads. Um, mm-hmm. We we use like if you go onto uh, the the greatest moves team, uh, you'll see that w- there's a lot of spotlighting of the agents and everything we do drives traffic back into our CRM. So every post has a sticky link uh, for more information. And and so we're driving traffic into our CRM and and generating leads that way. Um, very little. I mean, we we share the agents' phone numbers and, and things like that, but um, we don't have a lot of turnover. You know, we have yeah. built, built something pretty special. We're really careful who we bring in. I mean, we're not like over the top crazy about it, but I mean, it's it's a really special you know culture. Same thing that you've done. So um,
0: yeah. Okay, so Jill asked, if an agent is choosing to market only themselves, does that indicate they are not a good team fit? I, I'm going to answer this with, do you remember me talking about the agent, Will, that I hired? So I had 900 people apply. Most, not most, um, a majority of the first questions people ask when they sat down was, can I get my own signs with my own photo on them? Like that was a very important question for that person. Will's most important question was, when can I get on the phone? It's very different. And it indicates what's most important to that person that I'm interviewing. So if someone's most valuable question isn't how to take home money and bacon to their family, but they're asking, can I put my own photo on signs? If that's the first question, then yes, to me, it's an indicator of not a good fit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That yep, that would be not a good fit, but you know, with me, I already, I took that whole thing away. I said, look, if you want, like everybody on our team has, uh, it's it's now we've downgraded the team name to the third most important thing in the sign, and and everybody can have their name on the sign. Uh, we don't do, you know, we don't do pictures on our signs. Um, that person that wants their picture on the sign probably wouldn't work in our team anyway. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but if you want your name on and sign all day long, like we want to spotlight our agents. So we, we don't want your name to get lost behind my name. We want your name to stand out. My name's been around for 15 years and, y- you know, like it's all over the place. Uh, you know, I, I love building up our agents' uh, names and we can do it through writers or through actually putting their, their name on the, you know, Tammy, Slay, The Greatest Moves Team, very small, right next to the Remax logo.
0: I like the way that sounds.
1: Expansion like Texas. Never know. Yeah. <laughs> I like it.
0: It sounds I'd work on your team any day.
1: Like likewise.
0: Uh, okay. If calls come in, do you hand out we got two minutes left? If calls come in, do you hand out leads at a different split than if they have their own clients? And That's a very um that's not a yes or a no answer because there's a lot of variables in that so carol um when you fill out that information and you meet with ron or i ask that question again at that time so when you fill out the coaching consult and and we have that conversation there's a lot of variables behind making that decision would you agree ron
1: yeah everybody does it a little bit different so you know i think generally um generally you know we would say that uh most well-run teams would have an average of a 50-50 split some of them might give a little you know bonus if it's self-generated but others say that you know they want to be 50-50 or whatever it is the same thing for either self-gen or, or team leads so it really depends on kind of how you're set
0: up good um wendy are you guys aiming to be your own brokers versus team lead i am my own broker <laughs> so i do i own the company so the it's my brokerage and I'm gonna say that because that's all I knew. And um, if I had to go back in time and do it differently and I were with a brokerage and I started a team, um, I may have done it that way. But all I knew was owning the company and being the broker. So so my mine fell into that because that's all I that's all I knew. Um
1: yeah, you know, I'm uh, only focused on being a team leader. Our office has nine lo- or uh, eight locations. And so we're expanding it in these other locations. Okay. I've been a, a part of an ownership team in two different brokerages, but um, my next venture, now that I got my team running really well, is expanding into some other locations and doing some really cool stuff that I'm going to be writing my next book about. So. Cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wait to see your next book. Um, all right, we are out of time. Now remember, pay attention. When this ends, you're gonna get a survey that comes up. That's how you will connect with Ron or I is filling out that survey. If you're watching the recording and the survey doesn't come up, go to workmansuccess.com forward slash Tammy Slay and put in the keywords in that coaching consult, Ron or Tammy. Um, So just call out, if you don't care who you meet with, you can put Ron or Tammy. If there's a specific one that you want to speak with, then you just put that name of that person in there. Thank you all for joining us today. Um, And um, behind the scenes, the powers that be said they're going to reach out to all of you who won Ron's book. I hope you all have a productive Wednesday, Ron. It's always a pleasure being with you. You're an amazing man and a dynamic father. Congratulations.
1: Oh. Well, thank you. And, and, uh, I, you know, I, I wish that, uh, this year gets better for you, even though your business is killing I hope personally things, uh, you find smoother waters.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Always oh, good chatting with you.
0: You too. Have a great day. Take care.
1: This podcast is a part of the C suite radio network
0: for more top business podcasts, visit C suiteradiocom